That was the, the first Kanye and 2 chains I'd ever heard in my life. If I were moving in somewhere, and I just like opened up an empty fridge that like, I didn't know anything about. Uh, anime bong man? I'll look and I'll be like, ah, come on, this was Dan, and Dan was just the chump. It happens every now and again. Listen, perfection doesn't happen all the time. I, I try, and I, I try, and I try, but I'm not always as confident as I look. Spongebob, because that's all my references are. Welcome back Thank to Off the Air service. Season 2. Are we calling it that? I mean, we are now. Listen, I, uh, listen, when it is the second year of something, them? that's usually uh -huh. a second season. I mean, I guess what that's if it's like a fair. What if it's like a shonen anime and it just goes in arcs? We are no, I refuse. I mean, in that case, this is like arc three, I think. Oh, well, the arcs don't have numbers, though. They have names. They're named after usually oh, like God. the the location or the main antagonist. <laughs> the main antagonist is always each other. That's <laughs> the whole point of the podcast. That's how the podcast works. What, what if that was the main point of the first arc? Mm -mm. So you're thinking that the second arc, we have to find like an outside antagonist. Well, all I'm saying is the last episode of the first arc was with Linda. I'm not saying she's a main antagonist, but I'm not saying she isn't. I'm not against her being the main antagonist. She'd be a good villain. Oh, wait, I guess the anniversary episode is the first episode of season two, isn't it? Uh, it's up to you. It's a, Some people consider it one way. That's a se I considered it the season finale, personally. But uh, I thought it was a season kickoff. It's a mid-season. Like, you got that, like, you know how, like, every so often wait, they do that? if it's a mid-season, why'd you say season two today? No, like, they do the, they do the, they end the first season, and then, like, three months later, they oh, do, like, man. one episode extra, and then, like, three months later, they actually start the second season. Then nice. Yeah, uh, one but more crack like that, you're enemies, me out of here. I guess. One more, one, it's, not, it's, not up to me. It's, it's not up to me, it's up to the powers that be. Is, who is the true main enemy. Is that is that the audience um, or is that Noah? Speaking of <laughs> shonen anime, mm -hmm. there's uh, a couple good ones that are, are just coming out because it is the start of the summer season. This We're going to be a couple weeks in. Uh, Fire Force is the one that I have taken the most interest in. It's pretty fun. It's like... So the, the firefighters, but the fires are demons. Okay, actually, as much as I want to hate that as a premise, I don't. Oh yeah, no, yeah I don't. It's, hate that. Really it's, good. it's pretty fun. It's a. It's only like a couple episodes in, obviously, because the seasons are just starting. But the manga is well established and has a pretty big following. I think it's pretty cool from the first couple episodes. Another big one though that has been getting you guys. There's no way you guys haven't seen an ad for it because this has more advertising budget than I think every other movie that's ever come out in the history of mankind. Is it? It's uh, Doctor Stone. Yes. <laughs> or as you may know him, uh, Anime Bong Man, as I've heard him called. Mm -hmm. uh, see, I saw the Anime Bong um, Man and I saw the. Um, <laughs> I heard the name Doctor Stone, but I didn't conflate the two. You know, uh, Anime Bong Man is he is Doctor Stone. That is not literally his name. Um, but that's the anime, uh, and, uh, it's, I haven't, I haven't actually watched it just cause I was, uh, tired and I didn't feel like watch starting it and I still haven't started it, but it's, uh, exactly what it looks like. Anime bong man wakes up from being stuck in stone and finds out everyone else in all of humanity was stuck in stone and they're slowly ungetting stuck. And his goal is to rebuild society with technology. So instead of it being, well, I mean, like, there are human antagonists, but instead of it just being about like bad guys show up, it's just kind of like, a, hey, we like are all set back to square zero. How can we rebuild? And so it's kind of like a human versus nature plot. Okay. Nice. I don't, I'm not opposed and to that. And also uh, Anime Bong Man. I, anime Bong Man is a great name. It, but like for real, I've I've had my like non anime friends refer like uh not refer to him as anime bong man, but be like, hey, why is this man with a bong being advertised to me? And that's him. That's Doctor Stone. Yeah, I mean that's where I, that's what I saw it. Uh, that's where I saw it. I saw it as a as a meme about why is why am I getting ads for this? Did you get ad for ads for it though? I didn't because I don't have um. Then tell me you use adblock. I mean, one, I use adblock. Yes, because why? it is 2019. Uh, two, uh, I don't watch enough anime related things to get ads for Crunchyroll anymore you'd be surprised they can find their way in i mean yeah, I, what oh freaking heck what's the what's the volleyball in haikyuu Hi sure. yeah so we were watching haikyuu last night in the server and dave watched you know two minutes of it opened up facebook and he already had an ad for a volleyball anime body pillow yeah see i i actually haven't watched haikyuu but i do love as i think I talked about last week the uh, professional men's volleyball. It's way cooler than you'd think. Mm -hmm. Neat. Honestly, I did not expect... There's, so, there's a lot of things that my sister keeps telling me that I should check out that I just don't because I'm like, oh, I'm probably not going to like that. 50% uh, <laughs> off the uh, fan cut of, um, what is it, Free? Yeah. Sure. Whatever the heck that swimming anime is. It's free. Uh, free. Yeah. 
So Which that's... actually, funnily enough, started as a commercial, and then it became an anime because everyone loved the commercial boys so much. That's really funny. That is actually but, very, yeah, 50% very good. off, absolutely freaking hilarious, and I love it. If you so, like that kind of like anime parody style, you should check out Code Mint. Code Mint? Um, it's, it's a parody of Code Geass, and honestly... Funny as hell. Hmm. It's got the uh you may be familiar with the soup store bit. Why are you buying clothes at the soup store? I don't know oh yeah. Know. Yeah, that's from that's from Code Man. That's from one of the episodes. Oh. And there's plenty of other great highlights from it. That's neato. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that is uh not something I'm familiar with, but I'll check it out later. But yeah, uh I did not she also had recommended I check out Haikyuu, and so had a former coworker of mine way back when when I didn't like anime at all. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just like all these people told me to check it out, and I just was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And here we are, like, way down the line. Emma finally was like, hey, do you guys have an anime? And I'm like, nah, we're kind of in between stuff right now. And she's like, Haikyuu. And we have watched it, and I freaking love it. It's really funny, and it's also just kind of good. Yeah, sports anime are good. Which is not a sentence that I ever thought I would agree with. <laughs> but hey, here we are. There, oh yeah, there's a, definitely some good sports anime out there. Yeah, for sure. Dan, what's your favorite sports anime? <laughs> <laughs> uh real life that's I, I even i can't like say that with a straight face like yeah, I yeah, it's kind of like the people that was rough dude i i don't like that yeah that that, was, that, that actually was, makes me that angry was, the way you said yeah that. no no i i said it and i <laughs> you know that you know that scene in um in toy safe christmas an old VeggieTales bit from anyone who doesn't know no where, he go, where he's like grimaced made a face didn't like this out of the words i'm coming out of his own head no. yeah that's me that's me right now. Somebody out there in the audience will get it because I know that at least two or three of our audience members have actually watched Veggie Tales. Uh, I had housekeeping. What was my? Oh, right. So, so uh, okay. what was that? Three weeks ago, Noah. Four weeks um, ago that we had that we had our solo episode. And by yeah, solo, I mean duo ago. episode. Four weeks ago sounds right. Um, no, it was three. So, so in our duo episode, one of the things that the 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 weirdly political episode, one of the things we talked about was um this massive cocaine bust off the off of Philly. So. At the time, uh, it was actually two weeks ago. <laughs> oh, why would you lie to me like that? No, it couldn't have been because two weeks ago would have been Linda's episode. Oh, no, I'm sorry. So yeah, three I weeks was, ago. I was counting things incorrectly. Never mind. Classic fam. One of the things I think it was you. You must have said it. No, because I didn't say it was that uh, one of the comments was like, oh, they should seize the seize the ship. Yes. Yeah, and it, we and were like, that's like, definitely not happening and destroy it. Here's the thing. They did seize the ship. Did you're kidding they, the Wait, fbi did they has dis- taken did they sink it the f the fbi has uh seized a shipping vessel um it's an Cowards. unprecedented event it's never they've never seized an entire <laughs> shipping vessel like that before but yeah and it was it was i don't remember what number we said but for those who can't remember uh, a 20 ton chunk of cocaine came into the port of philadelphia chunk like, of cocaine uh, just a chunk one of cocaine. It was like a single cocaine. block it was one, one of those gigantic shipping containers stuffed full of cocaine just one cocaine but one mega cocaine. You're you telling know, me right, this is a dumb bit. Continue. <laughs> Wait, when can I get to Philly? It's about a six hour drive. No, that's what. Uh, see, that's what I said. You, you live there, and you live in Philly. Why would you say when can I get to Philly? <laughs> but like the implication being that he wanted some, and my I said that with a amount that high, there's no way um, a, mm, a bunch of it went I, missing. I didn't, didn't want go any. Missing. I wanted to arrest the evildoers that were participating. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Just yeah, kidding. I think uh, arresting people should be illegal. I don't know how that works, <laughs> Dan, but continue. you know what? If I you throw someone in jail, you go I don't to jail know enough too. About, I don't know enough about law to dispute it. It's like if I feel, if, I feel if like you this can go start to jail, some weird police state, like dystopian future type of story where the cops force criminals to arrest each other so that they can like double duty like arrest people. There's yeah. some like loophole in the law. I am stealing yeah, that for something. People. I don't know what. But I'm stealing uh, real that. life where it's about to become real. Uh huh. That's all. I'm I'm, I'm I'm writing that at some point. Copyright me. You're you're writing the story about if you arrest people, you go to jail. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mostly because Noah Noah pointed out that like rather than because in my mind I'm like that's dumb. All the cops are going to be in jail then. Which I get it. Yes, that's that's the point. But Noah pointed out that that just means criminals are arresting each other, and that I could actually work with. Criminals already arrest each other. They're called cops. Dan, you had something to say about the cocaine. <laughs> no, it was just that they seized it. That was that was the thing I thought was interesting, was that we specifically were like, okay. there's no way they're going to seize it. And then... Well, uh, what I specifically said was there's no way they were going to seize it and then sink it. That's now, fair. Now, to be fair, 
I also 100% did not expect them to seize the vessel because that, uh, That's as lot. you said, is unprecedented. $1.3 billion. Uh, yeah, just shy of 40,000 pounds of cocaine from seven shipping containers. I feel like we, we listed a smaller number, which means I think they found more. I think when we said it, there was uh, only yeah, like 16 tons or something like that. FBI having a party today. FBI out here. I, they really I, are. I still just genuinely um, can't envision that much. Like, that's that's a lot. That's just a fuckload. That's mm-hmm. indeed as the, the metric, if you will, fuckload. Yeah, it's actually, um, se- it's actually about seven fuckloads because there's seven different containers. So may I um, introduce you to our beer of the week? I would love to hear the beer of the week. So this is a nitrogenated stout. So Ooh. you got to listen. Almost like how, you know, you ever open like a Guinness and does that thing? Mm-hmm. It's also got the ball inside of it. This one doesn't have a ball inside of it, but it does the thing because it's not carbonated. It's nitrogenated um, or nitrogenated. I like to say nitrogenated. I just think it's more fun. It is a better um, But I don't know if it'll pick up on the mic, but it's, it's pretty cool. That definitely picked up on the mic. Jesus. Was it the part where it sounded like something was just venting? Because yeah. it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it just does that. All systems are go. Today, mm, we're reviewing Southern Tier Brewing Company's Blackwater Series Nitro S'mores Milk Stout. Um, and it Nitro is exactly s'mores. how it sounds. Yeah, so it's a nitrogenated s'mores flavored milk stout. That's amazing. It is. It honestly smells and tastes exactly how you'd think if you're talking about like a s'mores um, and beer in the same sentence. It's really good. It's still it's got like the velvety mouthfeel kind of thing, mm-hmm. which is a word I'm going to try and incorporate from now on in the beer corner mouthfeel. Because <laughs> I feel like I feel like I always I feel like I talk about like the flavors, but I never talk about the mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. But any nitrogenated beer has a really like smooth and like velvety almost like feeling in your mouth. Um, and this is no exception. This is a super good, very dark beer. And the cans, uh, are noticeably smaller. They are 9.6 ounce cans. Oh, the standard is 12 ounce. It is a 10% alcohol beer. 10%. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's stronger. It's not a beer to be trifled with. This is nothing like our last week's beer, the Natty Ice. Um, (laughs) you could not just like chug this. I mean, you could, but you would have a significantly less good time than if you were to be chugging natter days mm-hmm. um but it's definitely a good like sipping beer it's a probably a better cold weather beer or late night beer than it is like an afternoon in the summer beer maybe around a campfire or something um it's very good and very uh not cheap i will say i think these four pack of this because it comes in four packs because you know mm-hmm. premium beers do so it's a four pack it's smaller than 12 ounce cans and it's it was thirteen bucks. Oh, so it is not cheap. It is a pricey beer, um, but it's real good. It's real s'moresy, uh, and you can tell that it's uh, definitely not a cheap beer when you drink it. Like it really does feel premium. That sounds so good, even though it's like, even though it like also sounds like something I don't want to pay for. I also desperately do want to try it. <laughs> it is worth trying. Um. It is not lactose free. <laughs> the, the sugar in it is actually a lactose. So it uses like the milk sugar instead of like a sugar cane. Interesting. So now you know that. Yeah, it's it's, it's a it's a good good beer. It's a smooth, creamy mm-hmm. beer. It's a southern tier. And I think they're, they're out of New York. Let me see. Uh, yep. Lakewood, New York. Um, Very close to me. I don't think, that, yeah, so I don't think that's far from here at all. Uh, they have a number of good beers. This is my favorite from them that I've tried personally, but they've got a whole heck of a lot of them. Honestly, I am kind of of the opinion that they don't really have a bad beer because there's a few things that I don't always like as much, but I have not had anything from them outside of like um, just an IPA that like was a little more IPA than I prefer. I have not. Which had one some. was it? Uh, it was their double IPA. <laughs> I was going to say the only beer I've had with them that I don't like is their double IPA. Mm-hmm. It's overly bitter and not good. Um, but I also think part of it may have been I may have bought it like expired or something mm-hmm. because I got it from a really sketchy place. It's called the Deli Mart and it's not even like it's not. Oh, like, no. they, don't have, they don't have gas. Mm-hmm. They don't have gas. They don't have food. They don't even have a deli. They just have like a couple types of beer and some snacks. 
Hmm. Like, imagine you're walking into the world's scariest 7-Eleven. So 7-Eleven, gotcha. Um, I was going to say all 7-Elevens, cool. Actually, 7-Eleven's kind of nice. Mm. At least my experiences with 7-Eleven have all been pretty nice. When, when the, when the, I mean, in the city, at least for me, the options are Wawa and 7-Eleven, and like, I'm not... Yeah, Wawa's good as hell, though. I'm not like up Wawa's dick or anything, but Wawa's objectively better than 7-Eleven in oh, yeah, every possible sure. measure. Um, But yeah, so... Yeah, no, 7-Elevens are gross. But I have I have one of those, like, Deli Mart, essentially, type things near my place. Um, it does have a little deli, if you can call it that. But I would never, ever buy anything prepared there, ever, for any reason. Um, yeah, it, it's nice if you need to go in and grab, like, a thing of soup. Just a thing of soup, yeah. I still don't uh, think no, I trust I, I gotta, that. I gotta say, okay. though, I've never had a terrible problem with 7-Eleven, but this gas station, it's not even a gas station, it's just, like, a convenience store that sucks. They mm-hmm. had, I went in there and I was like, I kind of want to get some beer or something. And they only had like a whole bunch of like light, big domestics and then a Southern tier double IPA. So I was like, I guess I'm getting that. And it was not good. But I also imagine it probably hadn't moved off the shelf in quite a while because I don't really think their clientele was really big on buying that. Call hmm. me crazy. That, uh, I'm going to say it's a strong possibility. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that the toothless... The back alley people of small town Ohio were really trying to drink some craft beer at that location. Yeah, yeah, no, that that does sound about right. Anyway, it Dan, is weird, you though. have been oddly oh. silent today. Oh well, um, you told me not to eat ramen into the microphone. Dan, I hate everything about you right now. Good you lord, you better leave that in, you coward. How do you how do you eat? ramen like I, I get it how you eat it literally but like <laughs> how do i, I specifically like, eat it to make it sound no, like, like that how do you as like a person eat it and be like this is food because every time i eat it i'm like yep still hungry i throw an egg in it i have eaten like six packs of ramen at a time and it does nothing I, I I would, get, it just it's just not sustaining i get cup of noodles and i throw an egg in it uh before i cook before i put the water in um and that helps a lot like honestly, that's that's I'm I'm not, this isn't my dinner. This is just something I'm eating because I hadn't eaten yet today. Okay. Um, because I'm an like idiot who doesn't eat and not feel immediately hungry. What what uh are you getting the little packs or are you getting cups? I, I'm always I've always been a packs guy. I I respect that. Um, I usually I feel go like for there's the cups. More to the pack. I think the cups are smaller. They are. Uh, like dollar. Like if you're if you are truly at like the cent like counting pennies, there is technically more in the packs. They're slightly cheaper for what you get. Um, but the cups tend to have, in my experience, a little bit better flavoring. They also um, have like the dried veggies in them. That's the one I'm having right um, now. Yep. This is not hashtag they, not spawn. If I'm drinking, well, yeah, of course it's not spawn. You didn't even name the brand. Um, I personally am. Uh, I, I like the like the bowls. You know what I'm talking about? The kind of like flat, like black ones, flatter, I guess. Yeah, the the shorter and they're wider than the cups. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those like are really good. And there's more in them, but they're also like twice the price. They are. Uh, here's actually relatively cents. similar scents. Really? Yeah, they're all about a dollar. Oh wow! Because here, like, if you want to get a cup of noodles, it's probably it's, I think it's like three for a dollar, and the bowls are like sixty-five cents or something. But I usually get those because those they're easier to add things to because there's more space. Uh, so you can add like I, I used to when I was in high school and stuff make them and add like lunch meat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like those more cause I feel like the noodles are always going to be like, you can get a different kind you can get like yakisoba mm-hmm. and then they are, uh, I don't know. They have like vegetables mm-hmm. of some sort in them that are small and meaningless and definitely not real vegetables. They're enough to make you feel like you're eating something. Yeah. I mean the, um, I'm, I'm, I guess, I guess it doesn't matter who, what brand it is. They're not sponsoring us anyway. I'm eating like, uh, Nissen, I think is how we pronounce it. N I S S I N. Like one, it's one of like the three main things that do noodle brands. Um, yeah. And they have one that is essentially the exact same packaging as Capo noodles. Um, and it has like the exact same little veggies type things in it, which which helps. I don't know. I I always I view ramen as like a I need to put something in my stomach, but I'm not like hungry, hungry. Like I just need to fill my stomach with something temporarily to tide me over until whatever the next thing is. Um, if you try to eat ramen as an actual meal, you're going to do it wrong unless you're actually like making ramen. Have any of you, have you guys ever, ever actually, I've had obviously real ramen. Have you guys ever made real ramen? I have. I've even made the noodles. Really? That's so fun. That's so fun. I would love to do that sometime. I do. T- I really would as well. Um, my favorite cooking channel on YouTube, Binging with Babish, he has made ramen uh, a couple of different times now. 
Can I plug a cooking channel real quick? Yeah. It's not really even a cooking channel, but so you know how on, I think we talked about this before, how Good Mythical Morning, they always do the thing where they're like, what if we made pizza out of Skittles? And you're like, yeah, that sounds like it could be fun. And then like, they're like pizza out of something slightly stranger. And then it ends with like, what if we made pizza out of pig ball? Yeah. Like, yeah, that probably wouldn't be good. And they eat it and they're like, this isn't good. And you're like, yeah, yeah, guess so. Imagine that. Um... And, you know, it's, it's, it's part of the bit. And it's, it's funny, I get it's it. It's whatever. Bit. You can see stuff. So the dude who they have cooking everything, they call him Mythical Chef Josh. Okay. His real name is probably just Josh, if I had to guess. They gave him a cooking show on, like, Saturday mornings. Uh, and it's called Food Fears. It is phenomenal because what he does is he takes those ingredients that make them gag. He's like, here's uh, your ingredient today is pig brain. And then, like, he has the person try pig brain by itself. And obviously, like, this is vile. Yeah. And then he's like, here's what I want you to do. He like has him tell him what the problems are with pig brain. And then he cooks it into a dish that is like primarily made of that. And that becomes like something that he offers to them and they try it. And he he sees if he can make people like disgusting foods. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fun. He does it with like pig brain. There's like bull penis. I've had there's bull penis. Uh, bull penis is actually really good. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take that one. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah no. no. I mean, I, got, I, I whatever it's in. Or it's uh, bison, I think it was technically not not bull, but whatever. Oh, wow, I can't believe you lying to me like that. Bison tongue is. Um, I used to give my mom a lot of shit growing up because ever so often she'd bring home weird ass fucking food because she would just be out somewhere and like pick it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the ones did, we, did, we wait, got did every your now mom and again. Make you eat a bull penis? No, she didn't make me. Uh, I feel like I, that, there's no way to say that less weird. Whatever. Um, yeah, I went in. I, I but she used to bring back bison tongue because um i don't know if you guys i mean i assume you both know you know the, there's a bison farm like right outside the area or whatever yeah the one, uh, in Edinburgh. Yeah, the one out in Edinburgh. which actually great time not a plug just a, a good time and good yeah. i love bison bison is real it's good bison burgers nicolo yeah took my girlfriend there <laughs> uh, okay so i'm sorry babe uh, i know you're listening to the episode i'm sorry i gotta tell the story so one of the first time my, my girlfriend and i met long distance right so one of the first mm-hmm. times uh she came to Erie. Oh no! Uh, was during the fall when the um, buffalo when, roam free. When the when the when Nicole has like in a cornfield, like a proper cornfield. The bison roam the city. It's actually a disaster. It's a, it's They're a whole, everywhere. Uh, they've had to try and like bring it in really hostile species to bring them down. It and which yeah, is like its own infestation. It's a yeah, it's alligators that they bring in mm-hmm. because you know they thought you know they they watched the nature docs and they saw the. Uh, the, the alligator take down the bison, uh, but those are actually crocodile, and those are buffalo. So then when they tried to bring like the alligators from New Orleans up to fight the bison, which are much larger than buffalo, and the alligators, which are much smaller than crocodiles, it just went terribly. And it turns out, bison eat crocodile. Yeah, it was a was really such, weird thing that I didn't disgusting. remember. That was such a long bit but, for such a weak payoff. I'm, what, what's the bit? I'm just telling you about Erie in the fall. <laughs> See, there it is. There, you brought it back. Um... Never been to Boston in the fall. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, I bring I bring her to 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 what did you call it? Wouldn't wouldn't nickel? Did you okay? So two things here. Did you say I bring her or did you say I bring her? Because either I, one it, is either bad. One, either one is wrong. Uh, I brought her. I bring her. I bring. I take my wife. I, I bring I, her. I bring to new girlfriend farm. to Buffalo Farm. I say, you see bison? Very nice. Is not. I, I tell her it is buffalo farm, and then I show her, and I say, is no buffalo, is bison. Stupid. Uh, so I brought her, because she had never done a cornfield before. She'd never done corn maze. Um, and I just happened to remember that that was one of the ones that was available, and, like, was pretty decent. Uh, I tell her, hey, babe, uh, it's, it might get muddy, because it is the countryside, so, so maybe bring boots. Just, just do that. You know, bring something that you bring some shoes you're not afraid of getting ruined, bring some boots or something. Because everyone, in my mind at the time, uh, who the hell doesn't own boots, right? Like everyone owns boots. <sighs> you guys, you know, you know what kind of boots she brought? Uggs. Oh no. Mm hmm. They were Uggs. I knew. Yeah. Yeah. They were, that's what they were. And, uh, I mean, she wasn't that upset because they, they were ones that she wasn't, she didn't have a real problem getting ruined, but like, yeah, no, I just I just appreciate the fact that uh, when like because of course, of course, like why would she why would she think real boots? Not like I said it or anything, but yeah, no, that was uh, actually no, that was the time when she stayed at your place. 
Oh, yeah, that was that time way, way back in the before four times. Um, the before times, because as we all know, uh, I will say women, though, women can't I, stay I in the same houses. They're significant other unless they're married. We all we all that's know that. true because that's gay. That's 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 not only is it gay, it's it's double gay. It's probably true. Yeah, it's it's evil in the eyes of the Lord or something. So. So she had to stay in Noah's place. So I muted my mic so I know I didn't have to deal with it, but I just had a big sneeze. So can you guys bless me? Oh, bless you. Thank you. Because I'm tight. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Um, so we were talking about cooking, corn mazes, bison, mm-hmm. crocodile, alligator, buffalo. Um, one thing is when I'm working on this house here, which I am doing most days, uh, I, I, I take notes. And one of the things I have noted that is very important is there is... No fridge and there is no oven. Um, hmm. Those are the only like I I swear to God I have hauled uh, multiple tons, probably four or five at this point, of tons of trash out of this house, and there there was nothing that this guy moved out with him except apparently the oven and the fridge. So <laughs> what a weird thing to take with you. I, of all the things, yeah. Well, I mean, they granted, I probably would have thrown them out either way. Well, yes, right, because. I mean, it was Hot the take, status of the house. I There's no way they would have been good. taking over someone else's fridge. Really? Oh, yeah, it's it's a nightmare. Yeah. No, like if if it's someone's fridge that I like, I know them. That's one thing. But if it's like if I were moving in somewhere and I just like opened up an empty fridge that like I didn't know anything about, I would hate that. There would be a lot of uh. Sorry, I just got a call from New Jersey. Whack. There's a lot of soul searching that I need I to do. Picked up. <laughs> Or the Jonas Brothers. Freaking heck, dude. You're right. Sorry, Bruce. I didn't mean it. Uh, sorry, no. Continue about why it sucks to take a fridge from someone else. I don't know. I just... Someone else's fridge makes me uncomfortable for whatever reason. I have had multiple shared living experiences. One of which was when I was living in Waco. I lived in a house and there were seven other guys. So there's eight guys total. Mm-hmm. Um, and my roommate and I just had a fridge in our room. Yeah, Because sense. we didn't want to deal with the public communal fridge. We just like bought a Craigslist fridge. And just kept it because like the amount of science experiments that go on in there, mm-hmm. um, as, as I've heard them politely called in the past, it's just disgusting. You open the fridge and there's just like hot pockets in the fridge. You're like, why those are those are frozen? Why are those in here? And they've been in there for three months and they're just disgusting. Um, that's one thing that I found. There were several other experiences, such as six things of mayonnaise. All of them uh, had someone's name written on them. They were all the same guy's name. He had written on six different bottles of mayonnaise that he wanted apparently no one to use. Um, he didn't need six jars of mayonnaise, man. So we, I, I called him out and I made him consolidate them or throw them away. I, I have That's, a nasty tendency um, to do that. I'll forget. I'm like, oh, I need a thing for for whatever I'm making this week and forget that I have some more at home. But then if you have six jars of mayonnaise, at, at six one jars point, you, you, <laughs> yeah, at some point you got to know. And also, why would you write your name on all of them? At one point, you're going to bring one home and be like, oh, man, I already have one. All right, I just put this in your name and have it. Everyone can just kind of use it. Well, you keep paying you know, for you don't it, You don't got to be protective of your six jars of mayonnaise. That's all I'm saying. It's just a weird thing. I don't even like mayonnaise, and I was upset by this. Um, anyway, there's no fridge, and there's no oven in this house. So I need to buy a fridge, and I probably need to buy an oven. But I don't know that I do. Because have you guys ever heard of, used, or been around a sous vide? Oh, what? Um, I have heard of and watched a lot of videos, including them. So Noah is. A, oh, I'm, I th- I'm I the think the I've, I've heard of them recently. Honest to God, I think the, this, this is the nerdiest fucking thing. I've never heard heard the the phrase is in the fucking epic rap battles with uh, Memory Heart. I'm trying to remember what, what it was. Uh, Julia Child. It's one of the lyrics. Lyrics, lines, bars, whatever. Suvies are. Uh, well, this is, it's like it's an immersion circulating device that you basically it heats water to a certain temperature. You set the temperature and then it kind of like makes the water flow around whatever you're cooking. Uh, and when you cook, you cook inside of a vacuum sealed bag. So that way it doesn't actually get wet or anything, but it's cooked away from like it's, it's not a, it's not a dry heat that's imposed on it. And it's like an immersion circulator. So it's kind of like a convection oven, but more efficient because it's water, which is a better carrier of heat than air. Um, so basically you can cook anything in a sous vide. Um, people, there's actually like YouTube channels dedicated to just cooking in them. I'm not too experienced with watching videos. I know Noah said he's watched a bunch. I'm just familiar with the device and I kind of want to get one because they're like, they're like 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. And if I can get one 
and use it in place of an oven or maybe you know get like a little hot plate so you can like sear steaks after you cook them in there because that is something that a lot of people say it will if you do like steak in one uh because mm. it just maintains a temperature your meat will be like you can get a perfectly medium rare steak but it will be the nastiest gray tone you've ever seen and you don't want to yeah. eat it that way yeah so usually they'll like cook them and then every some things they'll just like sear like they'll just put on the grill for a second and flip it um mm -hmm. just to like kind of give it a little bit of color and maybe a grill mark or two uh so that's kind of i i think i i want to try that route and just like sous vide my entire life for i don't know like a year or however long it takes just to see what it's kind of like and to save a little bit of money mm -hmm. i just think it'd be I mean, a fun do experiment it. do it yeah I'm always no down oven, to like just sous vide. do it like just do it. Uh, the thing is, I don't hardly use an oven. Why? Ovens are cool. I don't know. I just I work at a restaurant and I just kind of eat one meal a day usually and I work six days a week. So I just kind of like, you know, what? that's fair. Don't. There's like one day a week where I have to worry about buying food. No, that's, so that makes sense. Buy food from a restaurant or something. I, I mean, I also eat one meal a day, but it usually is garbage food because I'm a garbage pile. Um. See, that's the thing that, like, people will assume that food at a restaurant is, like, better for you than fast food, when in reality, it's actually the opposite. It's worse for you. Really? Okay, so, like, it's not that, like, there's any trade secrets that make it bad. It's just, like, the stuff you're eating is the same. Like, that's it's fair. literally not, like, it's higher quality, but quality, like, a higher quality steak doesn't have, like, more nutritional benefits than, like, a medium quality steak. On some yeah, levels, there might be slightly like, different fat amounts. And obviously, like, the lowest of the low is going to have a different quality because it could be diseased. But, like, it's really just a flavor thing. So, like, when you go to a restaurant and you get a burger, it's got the same, like, calorie ratio as, like, a quarter pounder from McDonald's. Probably yeah, I mean, that's Probably actually worse for you because it's most likely a bigger burger than that. I feel like then, then uh, it comes down to a, a matter of what you're buying. Because, like, if I'm buying, like, like, I'm going to a restaurant, we'll say I'm buying, like... I was going to say steak and potatoes, but that's way too rich for my blood. But fuck it. Steak, potatoes and corn. Right. If I'm buying that, that is definitively going to be better for me. Like in terms of I would assume like uh, just fat content and stuff like that than like trying to buy a burger. But it's also going to be a lot more expensive. But if you're just getting like a regular burger from like like a, I don't know, random random restaurant. Yeah, no, that shit's going to mm -hmm. be just as bad as anything else. But it'll be much better tasting. That's true. So you, it's pay for, like, you pay for the taste. And like, you know, there's no point in being like, well, I get salads at restaurants. You can get salads at McDonald's and they're just as good for you as salads at restaurants. Um, the, the really like the difference is like the sourcing of the products. So it's kind of like the ethics of the whole ordeal and also like the quality of flavors involved. That's fair. Yeah. No, like, uh, you know, pound for pound fast food compared to restaurants. They're about the same. If not, the restaurants are slightly worse for you because let me tell you something. Restaurants love butter. This is true. Like, that's yeah, that's very true. Because if you can put butter in anything and you can, it makes it better. So if you're working or if you're owning an establishment where people or you benefit heavily from people thinking what you have is better, butter is better. So you're just going to put butter on everything because people are going to like it more. Mm -hmm. when in I've doubt. worked in restaurants for years and I've never had anyone be like, what's the calorie count on this sandwich? They're just like a burger. I mean, I feel like that also depends on where you are, uh, where you're working too. Cause like I've definitely been places that have like calorie counts on the menu. I've been to some, but most of the like Applebee's and stuff, mm -hmm. um, like higher end restaurants and like stuff like, like bistros and stuff like that aren't going to have a calorie count because yeah. it seems kind of tacky. Um, I don't know. That like, is you, isn't it a requirement now though? I thought it, it became may, maybe here. But it definitely because I worked at not not some high end, but some pretty high end places when I was in Austin and uh, none of them had the calorie counts or anything like that. That's I mean, that makes sense. I, I don't know when I, I know when I usually go, I associate having a, a visible calorie count with um, with uh, with a higher end place. But that might just be me. Yeah. The only place I can think of that has one is actually Applebee's. So I'm not <laughs> saying you're wrong, but I'm saying like from experience, I can't. That's, no, I mean, that's totally fair. But I also haven't been to, like, a nice restaurant in a long time. <laughs> that is also fair. Um, my life is not very uh, celebratory, I guess. Um, also, all my friends are poor as hell. Uh, that, yeah, what a mood. Like, I'm, I'm poor, but I'm richer than all my friends. So it's kind of like, even if I was like, hey, guys, you want to go to Applebee's? I'd be like, I don't have that much money. <laughs> do I have <laughs> right. Applebee's kind of money? 
I'm not even kidding. That's actually happened several times. Yeah, no, I would do that <laughs> too. They got $5 apps on Mondays. That's five more dollars than I have to spend on Applebee's. <laughs> but that's your one meal for the day. That I, I, it is, I mean, dollar to dollar, it is definitely more effective for me to just go buy food. Oh, I mean, always, but the experience of being out with your friends is also part of something. Like, yeah, friends are meh. That's not even true. No, like 100%. So, yeah. I, I get it. I don't know. I am, uh, I don't know. I, I usually, when I go out with friends, I find I spend a lot more than I think I'm going to. So I try not to do it super often, mm. which is why I'm just I, not a very impulsive boy. So I don't, and I end up in like, I'm going to spend $20 and I walk away with like three cents under $20. That's fair. I mean, I wish I could do that. I used to, I feel like I used to be able to do that a lot more easily. And then I, here I am now. So take that. I also don't you really will. drink in public. Like, I don't really drink at bars or anything like that. No, oh, I, I usually only drink at bars. I mean, that's not true. I drink my, my biggest said, drinks at bars. I don't have $5 bars. to spend on Applebee's. That's fair. Drink at bars. There you go. Um, what was I going to say? I had a, a point, a thing I was going to mention. We were talking about something or other. Applebee's, drinks, money, friends, whatever. I'm pretty sure we ended up like sous vide. Yeah, we already talked about that, though. Yeah. Like, my, my idea for just having a sous vide instead of an oven. I think your only issue you with that would be... I mean... As a guy that works at a restaurant, I get why you might not want to, uh, you might not want to do that as much, which is fine. Um, I don't know. I can would still make a cake in because you cannot. Well, Damn. Get, no, yeah, sure? I don't think it gets hot enough. Because water still can't go above 212. Whoa. Yeah, I don't really make, uh, cakes much. Is, is he, uh, is I, his, is that just me? Is that just on my end? No, it's not just you. I'm just trying not to talk about it. I mean, because I can he still can make cut out this out. Saying. I, I could not understand anything you just said. I, I pieced it together. Um, how about now? Welcome back. We missed yep, you. Cool. Yeah. Um, voice meter's voice been meter? messing up for me. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Ah. So anyway, like I had said, um, I use my oven too much. So, um, what do you use your oven for? All kinds of stuff. I, um, I really am a big fan of cooking, um, like soups or chilies in my oven. In the oven? Yeah. You pop them in. You put you put them in there. Yeah, you know why? Why? Because it does this nice thing where it doesn't tend to burn because it will. Um, everything gets like even heat all around, and it helps reduce quicker. You can make a soup in a sous vide. You can, but I like the convenience of being able to cook all kinds of stuff in my oven. Well, I also can you make vacuum pizza. seal a bag of liquid. Yeah, that's how you sous vide. Well, I know you you vacuum seal them. Oh but yeah, you just have to manually stop the suction. Okay, because I was gonna say like it seems like there's gonna be a problem where it just starts like spurting out soup at you. Because uh, I kind of want to make some borscht. Some borscht. It's like a Russian beet based soup. It's really good. But you can't really find it most places. It's not one of my favorite soups. Beets. I think it's the cabbage in there. I want to say there's beef. It's a very good soup. You put like sour cream on top. It's a good time. So I haven't really had it since the last time I went to Russian Christmas, but is that is that a normal thing for you, Russian Christmas? Uh, actually, yeah. So my parents have really good friends that are um, R- Russian, Russian as hell, like first generation Russian immigrants, and uh, they are like cool, and they have like a huge family, and every year for Christmas they have like a big kind of like family Christmas party, and my parents usually go, and I go with them. So usually on either Christmas Day or like Christmas Eve, um, they have the, the Christmas party and my family will go and they always have a whole bunch of borscht and it's one of my favorite soups. So I always eat a whole bunch of it there and the Russian ladies love it. They're like, oh, American boy eating <laughs> my borscht. And I'm like, it's really good. And they're like, oh, thank you. It's great. <laughs> Most of them actually don't have accents because they were brought over at very young ages uh, or a second generation because some of them are kids. Still though. <laughs> <laughs> it's a yeah R- russian christmas it, it sounds weird but it's something i've always like had a good time at i feel like russian christmas would be a really good time though not gonna lie it, yeah it does sound like it'd be a great time that's a yeah it's, it's pretty simple it's just food it's not really like a gift giving or crazy party event no one you know, just everybody eats nice mm-hmm. it is like halfway to christmas right now wait uh, don't say that. Isn't that? yeah very yeah, very close yeah yeah 25th of july i think it's kind of like the halfway point it's uh, weird you guys it's weird what? my band uh, has a show on the 26th of July and I am desperately trying to convince them to do a Christmas in July theme just because I want to play some of our Christmas songs again 
<laughs> is that a good reason? Man, we cover the freaking Heat Miser song, and I love it so much. Let me let the, me live my life. The worst, just so you know. We also play um, Bad Religion's cover of Father Christmas by the Kinks. So you... Hold up. That's like six layers deep. It is, it is. Yes, yes it is. For the Heat Miser song, we cover a Thousand Foot Crutches version of the Heat Miser song. But... I'm sorry, I know this is pretty next level. But why? <laughs> because it's... Here. It's a very good version. Fair enough. You guys like Eric Andre? Uh, I've enjoyed everything I've run across. Really? Yeah, no, I'm genuinely, generally speaking, not a huge fan, at least of his show. Hmm. Um, I I think I've talked about it. The Eric Andre show is kind of good, but it hits me with the same like cringe notes as some episodes of The Office. Well, that's in like, oh, well, you're posting cringe, bro. You're going to lose subscribers. But like, it kind of makes me like, ugh. Yeah, I don't like want to keep you, like, watching. Your skin crawl sometimes is just so uncomfortable. Yeah, and I'm to just watch. like because you know what's gonna happen, and like you know it's gonna be bad, and you don't want them to do that, but they're gonna do it, and it's like the whole point is that they're doing that. And if they didn't do that, it wouldn't really be good. But you're just like, uh, yeah. Um, same thing with every single episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Not a fan of Curb Your Enthusiasm, I take it. I I like it, but like every single episode, you're like Larry David, you dumbass. <laughs> Why are you going to do this thing? And he's like, I'm going to do thing. And then he does thing and it's a social slight and someone reacts terribly and he gets himself in a situation where it's obviously embarrassing for him and for me as a viewer for some reason. And that's the whole point. But it still gets me. It feels Actually, like it's very heavily related to like cringe humor and I'm not a fan of that either. I'm generally not either. But like, uh, I do like Kirby Enthusiasm, but I like it. I like those kind of things in small doses. Yeah, that's about it. Because I've never actually sat down and watched a whole episode of the Eric Andre show. I have mm-hmm. only seen clips here and there, and every clip I've seen, I've enjoyed. But I've also only you watched clips. A really cringy show, like, and again, not in the Joji, Filthy Frank, or whatever sense. Mm-hmm. Also, I just broke the bottle top off my beer when I was going to pour it. Uh, wild, unfortunate. But a uh, really cringy show. If you're not familiar with it, you should be. It's Nathan for you. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely hilarious, um, but it's also like really uncomfortable. Oh, just because he does the, these just things. Just looking at the pictures makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, he is the most uncomfortable-looking man of all time. And the the plot of the show is that he basically Ew. goes to not necessarily struggling businesses, but like businesses with a plan on how to improve like market growth. And it's always like a terrible plan. Like he goes to a uh, uh, frozen yogurt place and he's like, what if we put a poo flavor ice cream? And then like, I, I don't know if it's for the publicity or for what reason, but like some of these businesses just agree to his plans and they'll like actually be like, yeah, sure. For like a day, you can put in a poop flavored ice cream at our store. Why? Yeah, I don't know. But then he does it. And it, obviously everyone's like, yeah, that ice cream is pretty gross. And he's like, it seems Ugh. like my business plan isn't quite working. <laughs> um, but then he'll he'll do stuff like where he goes to like consultants and he goes to like professionals and like tells them what he's doing and then like asks for like help basically. Um and he films the whole thing and their reactions are just it's just it's just it's just so rough to watch. But it's also incredibly funny. Uh, it also is on my mind because it has the greatest clip of all time which is the Daniel's advice in which an elderly man tells Nathan something. I I can't, I don't want to spoil it. It's so good. It's so good. Cause like he, the, the man who is like cringy professionally is like, why would you, what, why would you do that? Mm -hmm. Um, so look up the Daniel's advice clip. Noah and Dan, I'm going to link it and we'll watch it. Okay. are we watching it's it right now so, on the episode? Not is right that now, no, not right now. Oh, okay, no, the way you no. said that. Afterwards, it's it's so good. Whew. Also, have I talked about um the new auto chess mode in League of Legends? Uh, you'd mentioned it to me a little bit. You were saying that it's um not good. <laughs> okay, so it is just as good as auto chess, which is to say, pretty bad. Um, fair, fair and balanced. In that it's like a, it's basically. You pick units, your units combine, and it, it kind of does feel like a little card game-ish because it's RNG-based. Um, and the problem I run into with both games is there's only so few like teams and synergies that'll actually work. Mm. 
Um, cause like the, the point is like, that's the, this unit is like a wild sorcerer and th- this one unit is like a wild knight. And you kind of like, you combine to so, like, you want to get like four wilds. Cause if you get four wilds, they have like a super attack seed bonus for your team. So like you try and like combine like units with like units. Um, and there's just some that like, basically if you build six assassins, you win. <laughs> oh, um, it, it, like not literally because there's other things you have to do you have to like distraction but like there there are like three or four strategies that work and then everything else doesn't okay um every once in a while you'll see somebody win with like an off color strategy but like it's just so rare because the game is like weirdly balanced around those synergies um and then they they're talking about like adding more characters to it but because it's rng based and you can only get like five characters per like little role mm-hmm. uh to choose from the adding more characters actually makes it harder for everything to work because then you're adding more numbers of like a certain character to a pool so the pool becomes bigger which means you have a lower chance of getting what you actually want to get when you're re-rolling to try and find the the units you need i get you um so unless they're taking units out i think the only way they could get it for me to be playing it like long term because i still like to play a game or two every day or so just like because it's a very easy background game you only need to have your mouse and you can just like watch the screen every like once in a while and just keep an eye on like a YouTube video or, you know, listen to a podcast or something. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Or listen to an audiobook from Audible. Mm-hmm. Forward slash off the air. There it is. Yeah. Um, nice. But my personal suggestion for the game to actually, like, have longevity would be to do it in seasons. Where, like, let's say that, you know, they just released it recently, so this would be season one. And season one has, like, 15, 20 characters you can choose from. It might be a bit more than that. Um, but then, I think it'd be cool if for season two, they axed, like, 10 of those characters and replaced them with others who are fairly similar but not identical um because the game has like 120 champions to choose from right and so they kind of like put them on like a little rotation where every six eight months um who did did you say your favorite or your main was at least uh well because it it works in rng there's really not a main you just kind of like have to go for like your lead main in general oh i just uh i for a long time i played evelyn like exclusively for Mm -hmm. like three months or so um I don't know. The new character Yumi is who I've been playing a lot, though. Okay. Uh, so it's a support, and you bind yourself to another champion, and you don't have to walk around. You just walk wherever they walk. It's great. Nice. Nice. Yeah, Yumi. But uh, Evelyn probably is still my man. That's probably my best character. Um, and she's in the Team Fight Tactics, which is what they call their auto chess game. She's not very good, but <laughs> you know, she's an assassin, so you can put her on assassin comp to up the numbers. But the reason that the assassins usually end up winning is because they have like eight or nine to choose from mm-hmm. and you only need six max. Whereas for other things, you need six and there's only six to get. Ah, um, that, that would do so it. So it's much harder. And there's also like the, the pool is shared between all eight players in the game. Oh. So if let's say I'm picking Garen mm-hmm. and I'm buying all the Garens I see, but you're also picking Garen. Mm-hmm. There's only so many Garens in the entire pool. Right, right. There's only enough for like two like top tier Garens, which is like tier three. So if we're both going for Garen and Dan's also going for Garen, then all of a sudden there's just not enough Garens for all of us. So everyone has to be going for slightly different things. Hmm. Um, so like a big part of winning is actually just going for something no one else is going for if you can get it faster. So that's where like the RNG and luck comes in. Because like if you can't get it, you can't get it. Like you can sit, you can need one more unit. And just never get it, even if no one else is building it, just because that's how random chance works. Which is kind of frustrating, because like the normal game, obviously, like you you choose all your actions and you can you know carry and you can win. But in this, you just kind of yeah, there's strategy to it. But for the most part, it's just a matter of getting the right cards at the right time. Yeah, it sounds awful. <laughs> it sounds like everything yeah, I, w- just, I would hate about a game. If I'm being honest, it's kind of like if you like things like Hearthstone, you'll probably like it. Yeah, I mean, I know a couple of people who do play it. I just I don't know, man. It it's so antithetical to everything that I like would want in a video. Like I don't love RNG. I don't like a lot of these things. Yeah, it's not. A, yeah, I, I much prefer the the base game, uh, but it's not really trying to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like saying Tower Heist is a worse movie than like Paul Blart Mall Cop 2, which is true because Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 is amazing. But Tower Heist is also great. Weird, um, weird movie choices. But you know what? I'm not against it. Two great movies. Um, and yeah, so it's kind of like uh, the, uh, team fight tactics is basically like, you don't want to play it and just be like watching your screen and like playing it. It's like a, it's a very much like a, you know, put it in the background, you know, do some chatting with some friends, maybe or watch a video. It's like a Sudoku puzzle almost. 
where like it's not going to be your full attention but it's something to do mm-hmm. yeah it's what jackson does while we're playing while we're doing the podcast uh, i was doing it towards the beginning i buy that i don't stuff like i don't i don't enjoy stuff like that personally but i also have no issue with it because i know i play other less constructive like idling games so no do you play idle clicker games uh i do not i find those okay, to be frustrating but i do play um idling mobile games where i just like check in from time to time collect my resources and move on type of you thing play adventure communist noah i do not you Aww. should you it's... play adventure capitalist yeah i know you um, have I have. I had the uh play, uh play the communist version. It's more wholesome, comrade. <laughs> no, I don't play any of that stuff anymore though. It's I don't enjoy it. I play some um Mineshaft game. Uh is it like Minecraft, Minecraft? But not? No, it's no it's no plays Minecraft. I'm trying to remember what it's called. Um it's Idle Miner Tycoon question mark. I don't know if it's Idle tyc- Miner Tycoon. Yeah. <sighs> I also hate mobile game ads. They need to go away. That's actually it. I mean, that's that is yeah. I've I think that's I've not, bought that's like not even close two, to a hot take. That's a very normal standard. I think I've only ever bought like two games in my life that I was like. Were any of them Bloons Tower Defense? Uh, no, but I have I I own Bloons Five for PC. Okay, because I'm gonna say if you bought Bloons Tower Defense, that does not count as buying a mobile game because that's art. That game mm-hmm. is honestly phenomenal. They're so much fun. Tower defense games were my like life back in the day. Mm-hmm. I haven't been as into them anymore, but you know, it's no fault of theirs. Mm-hmm. It's just a me. It's a me problem. It's not tower defense. It's me. It. I feel like it's one of those like it, it reminds you of the flash game days kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so, I feel like that's that's how I would have to how I would have to like contextualize it in my head. Is like I would have to be in a flash game mood, or I mean, I I have a, game, a couple games like that on my laptop. Um that i would do yeah. but the tower defense is also very much the same as like the team fight tactics kind of stuff where you can just play it in a window while you're watching a youtube video or something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like it doesn't demand your sole attention yeah i get that that's almost its charm hmm. i mean it's i don't know i i lately i've been having a hard enough time like finding because I, I usually have something on in the background when i'm doing stuff on my computer anyway but i've been having a hard time lately finding like stuff to do that'll just be the background noise I need it to be and not anything more or less which is unfortunate because like I don't like the idea of mindless like content like that but at the same time I just it's hard for me to like focus on one thing if I don't have other things going on which is a weird way to phrase that but it's also the truth did you ever try a fidget cube man I have actually I actually am the kind of person who I didn't have fidget spinners but I had, I did have a fidget cube I had uh, like a slime like a slime putty that I used to use or in the early days of the podcast to do stuff like this just to have something to like fiddle with in my hand so that I wasn't as restless. Um, yeah. I like fidgeting, but I hate fidget cubes. I like them in theory. I hate them. I don't like them in like cringe. Well, just none of them are actually satisfying. Like all of the buttons you hit are just like not fun. Like give me something just clicking a pen. Just yeah. Put that on a cube. I'm gonna have a great time. <laughs> yeah. Can I get that pen clicking cube? But instead, they're like, we're going to be cute with it. Don't be cute with it. Just give me the just give me the pen. Just the pen cube, man. That's all I want, man. All you want for Christmas is the pen cube? Yeah. I mean, hey, man. And, whatever uh, makes you happy. All I want for my birthday is a big booty hoe. Weird choice, As but a, okay. I, I believe 2 chains said that. 2 sure. chains did say that. Wow, I can't believe 2 chains said that. He said that Outbreak. on his you know, iconic actually, song, yeah, Birthday Song, featuring Kanye West. <laughs> That's the that's the one. That was the the first Kanye and Two Chains I'd ever heard in my life, and it was because uh, Niga Higa had uh, mentioned it in some song. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's that's an old name. You're you're citing, right? you're citing the old magic to me. Like that is uh, that is a powerful name drop. I the just came across his channel again recently. How's he doing? Um, he's not doing much anymore. He has uh, pulled back from uploading as much, but up until like earlier this year i want to say he was still maintaining a consistent upload schedule does he have like a like because i know that there's a couple routes you can take as a famous youtuber mm-hmm. you can try and be famous somewhere else and fail mm-hmm. or you can start like a production studio mm-hmm. i mean honestly yeah yeah which route did he take so he decided to take up a podcast he does a podcast looks like once every well, they all do one of those once too. every couple weeks even we have a like. podcast we do have a podcast yeah, even we have a podcast um, but 
like the stuff that he was more famous for, like his um his sketches and stuff like that. I don't think he does sketches anymore for the most part. Unfortunate. I know, right? Oh, kind of, kind of fortunate actually. I'm not gonna lie. Not that I dislike him, but I just feel like they probably wouldn't have been that good. No, yeah, I uh, I looked at some of his uh, newer stuff, and I didn't actually I didn't get into too much stuff, but he did like lean into some um, like trending bits, and he embraces how like clickbaity they are, like the ultimate foil ball, definitely clickbait stuff like that. Mm. Um. Because I do hate whenever a video says not clickbait, it immediately like sets something off in my brain. And you're like, where oh, I hate that person. Clickbait. No, where I just like hate that person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who would even do that? Yeah. Who, who would coward? name an episode? An absolute coward. Not clickbait. Exactly. Yeah, that'd be weird. It'd be weird as hell. Cough. 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 Anyway. Speaking you guys, of cough. When this episode comes out, I will I will have gone and come back to invasion of normandy and i am so hyped i can't wait to hear about it um um you're going honestly. to france yeah basically uh so for people who don't know uh, it it's shortened to ion because invasion of normandy mm-hmm. um is this big old paintball event in new jersey um that happens i mean there are a couple of events throughout the year but specifically ion is um happens once a year uh and it is a like two or three day fiesta um there are people who go up there like a week beforehand, like they're the ones who help set prep everything up. And like, it's just apparently like a five day long party of like as soon as the work is done for the day. Um, but the second, but then Friday, which is when I'm going up and then Friday, most people show up. Uh, there's some like vendors that are still going to stick around. People will buy like whatever last minute gear they need. Um, and then Saturday, first thing in the morning, uh, the, the like paintball game starts and I am hyped as hell. I believe that. Um, I spent a little more on it than I wanted to, but on the bright side, I now look like a f- mega tryhard. So I'm excited. I'm really, really excited. Um, you guys actually might. I'll probably post about it now and again. I won't have like my computer with me, so it'll all be like memes probably. But still, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm super, super hyped. Uh, Dave from the chat is also going with, which is going to be a blast as well. Also, also Tasker, Dave but I don't from remember the podcast. if he's in here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I keep forgetting he was in an episode. We got to get him back on here at some point. You you ranked him. He was your second favorite guest. I dude, I forget. I forget <laughs> like what happened yesterday. So don't yell at me. Well, on that then, we're gonna be wrapping up so that you You're know you can up. you can go to Normandy and I can mind my business. And uh, speaking of Normandy, uh, one of the biggest D Day reenactments in the world is in the town I live in. I actually knew that. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, one of the biggest uh, uh, be- Ren fairs is right over here, my way, I believe. Really cool. I love Renfairs. I've never gone. There's actually one in Geneva I want to get out to. I need to go at some point. I've never gone. I'm so upset. And because uh, the beach, the beach in Conneaut. If anyone uh, wants to see you at the Ren Fair, is there a social media they could follow you on to maybe find that out? Me? I guess I'll talk about this a different day. No, go for uh, it, dude. Talk about it. Don't no, let Noah shut no, you down. No, I'm done. I'm over. No, it. Noah, no, what have you done? You've ruined Christmas. Me for the last time. I'll never know about why I, uh, there's a D Day reenactment where I live. Um, especially not during the weekend. It actually happens when I probably talk about it. He'll never know. It's a secret. Wait, no, do tell um, because I think I remember you, you telling me, me it's actually really cool. Dude, you can find me on it's a secret. Uh, Twitter, probably. If you look hard. Yep, that's I'm, true. I'm on Tumblr too. You gotta look hard though. Mm-hmm. How hard do you really have to look? Uh, actually, my Tumblr name is not Jacksonium anymore. I changed it to uh, Turning Point USA. Why? <laughs> because it was open. <laughs> you know what? That's very fair. So uh, please follow me on Tumblr at Turning Point USA. Uh, yeah, I kind of want to become a parody account of the actual Turning Point. Um, although they are pretty much a parody of themselves. <laughs> and there it is. You can find me on most sites as Bubba the Bad B U B B A D A B A D. Sometimes I stream on Twitch, uh, but I'm always on Twitter. So yeah, check me out there. What about you, Dan? uh twitch and twitter and instagram uh, born to rule 57 or born to rule one or the other yes i just got very tired all of a sudden now as soon as like the podcast was like hey we're wrapping this up all of what little energy i had left just gets gone i'm done i'm going to bed good night everybody all right uh the podcast though if you want to follow the podcast you can find us no i said good night you're keeping me awake shut up i'm gonna mute you and you can just shut up you can find the podcast on uh, facebook.com slash 
OTA podcast, twitter.com slash the off the air and patreon.com slash off the air. You can support us monetarily I also there muted Dan. and, uh, you know, live your best life and all that. Uh, if you don't want to support us monetarily though, you can 100% check out, um, your favorite podcasting site that lets you review and leave us one of those. Uh, if you leave us a review, I will read it out on the podcast as long as it's like appropriate. So, um, yeah, please do. Uh, if you do it on not iTunes though, you gotta, you gotta screenshot it and send it to me. Uh, otherwise I will not know what happened. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Here's to, here's to season two. It'll be a good time. Off the air, battle tendency.